Hello, welcome to the Real Playing Exchange. This is Adam, and tonight we are going to be finishing up our introductory time watch scenario, which is called, hold on, I'm flipping through it, Recruiting Call. So this has been a while, and I'm pretty sure we have a loose idea of what happened, so how about we do this? We'll start off with character introductions or reintroductions, and then we will together figure out where we're at in the story and how we fuck things up. And we'll pick it up from there. So joining me at the top of the alphabet, as always, despite my better attempts to ignore it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Rick Baker, who is a detective from the 70s, I believe. Uh, my drive is vengeance, and I hate my simian partner. <laughs> also, I tried to kill Amelia Earhart's boyfriend, and nobody was having it. <laughs> okay, I think this is a pretty good seg segue for our next character. Well, I am Ethan. I'm playing Albert. He is a simian, little awakened gorilla. Um, I hate him. I hate he's him from so 1985, much. and he's a Russian spy. His drive is he's a former enemy of Time Watch. The drama. <laughs> <laughs> and your character, if I'm not mistaken, was from an alternate timeline, and you decided yes. to work. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, this is the second time that uh, your old scenario was the second time I attempted this one beforehand. Ray from Insert Quest here, Chris and Patrick played, and it didn't go as I planned. Whereas everything was written up and everything was prepared. So I was kind of, eh, I'll try it again. So you brave souls jumped into this and it happened again. And <laughs> I finally figured it out after talking with uh, George from uh, Jen and George of uh, Eclectic Intricities. I think it's the, the shop, the Etsy shop that they run. Just yeah. Old friends of ours. Did any of you all ever watch Quantum Leap? I have not seen Quantum Leap. No, no, I did not. Okay, so I'm showing my age here a little bit, but it's okay. In Quantum Leap, Scott Bakula was jumping through time and to fix stuff. He'd go from body to body and assume an identity and do things like that and fix it. And there was another character who would teleport to that time just as an image and you know relay his orders and what he had to do and stuff like that. And there was a, like the, the Deus, Deus Ex Machina was there was a computer AI that this person always referenced called Ziggy and Ziggy would tell you, well, you need to go here and fix this. And on all the previous attempts of, of me running time watch, it occurred to me that I need a Ziggy because if <laughs> the freeform nature of it, for, for example, in, in the previous session, and I am going with this, I was somewhere with this. We started out with, could you hear a that? Giggle? Yes. A, a giggle. Okay. <laughs> A frightening giggle. Yep. Oh, quit knocking books off the bookshelf. Now I have a flashlight in my face. I mean, I'm like a walking apps in this program, but Adam is actually at a DUI uh, checkpoint right now. That's why there's the, <laughs> the flashlight in his face. <laughs> anyway, we started out with the dog fight, and you were introduced to our main protagonist. It's you shot him down. He's, you know, he screamed through the radio, you've ruined my, like, I'll get you, you've ruined my life. You had no idea who the fuck it is. You go back to Time Watch headquarters, mission accomplished, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we need you to go get Amelia Earhart. Now, what we did do, and it was very fun, and Aaron, I wouldn't, cha I, I wouldn't change a thing. 
I really wouldn't. It, we had a lot of fun, but it just kind of went way off the beaten path. The, there's an island that Amelia Earhart was believed to have been stranded on at a certain date. And, you know, we could have went there. And that's kind of the danger of running a time travel game. It's like, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to go to when she's at the military base refueling before she gets there. And we did that and we had fun. But I wasn't quite prepared for that. So we kind of called a stop at the moment. So can you all recall what actually happened on that military base? Uh, I tried to sabotage her husband's plane, I believe. Uh, or kill him outright. I don't remember. Uh, Fred Noonan we, was her co-pilot. But yeah, no, yeah, she has a husband, but he's back in the States. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't do anything with him. Uh, so Aaron wanted to knock the... You wanted to knock out... Uh, her like co-pilot yeah. yeah and put him in the plane we had rigged to crash into the island where amelia Earhart was believed to be found yeah which like point, any sensible person would uh yeah at which point uh i hit you with the the stunner <laughs> the one <laughs> two three <laughs> and then i i got her <laughs> out of there i got her right the fuck out of there yeah. with, uh, it seemed face Seemed real excessive to give me the finger after you snubbed me, but you know, well, you know, that's how Albert the uplifted monkey do, man. <laughs> Look, he's he likes drinking beers and stomping mud holes, just like right. Stone Cold. <laughs> anyway, right. probably. So it it was a great, and I'm not knocking you all when I say this. It was a great session. It was just like I meant for you to get in a shootout with Nazis on an island, and it never occurred, which was fine. <laughs> so. We'll go ahead and I'm slightly distracted with the child, but we'll work through this. So we're going to pick back up if I'm not, if I recall correctly. And those of you that have listened to this in a sequential order, will probably be able to easily pick out where I've messed up, but it's been for us, it's been <laughs> three or four months. So Adam, don't ruin the magic. Oh, <laughs> it's the magic. been two days. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, You've returned to Time Watch headquarters with both Fred Noonan and Amelia Earhart and a only identifiable in Aaron's documents as detective. <laughs> Look, he's a detective from the 70s, okay? <laughs> Was that too long for the file name that we were waiting on for you to find? No, I'm, I'm for whatever reason, I just labeled him detective. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. So you've returned... You've returned to Time Watch headquarters. Everything you, you seem it seems like everything's okay. You were meeting with your handler, which I'm trying to remember your handler's name. Give me one moment. I'm flipping through this, and I'm I'm so sorry, guys. Like now she's pushing something down the hallway. It's making horrible, horrible, horrible deals a noise. Uh, Hypatia which was uh, a very famous Greek mathematician and astronomer that I do not fucking remember from uh, Egypt. Anyway, you're meeting with Hypatia. Congratulations on the job. I'm glad to see you were able to retrieve Amelia Earhart. I'm sure we can figure out something to do with Fred Noonan. Um, you know, there's all kinds of jobs here at Time Watch Citadel. And then you hear like a crash beside you. And you see that the, and I'm going to say Amelia Earhart had a glass of water in her hands from the time track, like they provided her with, has crashed on the ground and she's staggering back and forwards and she's starting to go in and out of reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so with your, uh, God, I'm trying to pull up a character sheet. 
with your points in Timecraft, you do realize that this is a, a sign of uh, chrono instability. And you also had a uh, machine, I think we call it, what was the name of that little machine you were given, that actually checked, I'm sorry, reacquaint myself, chrometer or something like that? I'm, I'm sorry. Chronometer, maybe? Chronometer, there we go. Chronometer, thanks. It's went down to ne- it went down to negative two. You know that she is fading and fading fast. So look at your character sheets real quick. We'll do, uh, we'll get back to this now. So academic abilities, interpersonal abilities, and technical abilities are just point spins, okay? General abilities are the stuff that you're going to be rolling for, okay? Uh, so do we um, mm-hmm. just keep our, uh, our spins as they were from last time, or are they going to reset? I just keep them as they were. That's just, despite the most of the time, it's just happened. Now, uh, if you were given a since it's, if it was a larger scenario as you know larger kind of mission maybe but uh, you, this just happens so yeah what's gone is gone already so do any of you all have um, trying to look and see on your sheet do you have reality anchor let me find out that, that's an actual uh, ability this is something you're going to have to row for it's under general I have uh, three out of five left three out of five what about the groggy detective uh. I have five. Okay. It's just if you, all right, so she's fading in and out. So you know that uh, you need to stabilize her chrono stability. Oh, we need to stabilize her chrono stability. <laughs> Great acting. <laughs> you uh, stupid monkey. Uh, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go over and try and stabilize her then. Okay. Careful with your uh, big monkey so, paws. So, yeah, uh, with general ability, you're trying to beat a uh, difficulty. So, trying to and beat I may be three yeah, so, or four. Yeah, I'll say three on this case. Okay. I will spend one. Okay. That's a two with the spend. Okay. So, I'll, I'll say this. With with the two points, you've you've managed to raise her up to the, uh, her chrono stability up to one. So, she is transparent. I mean, she's tra- not transparent. She's solid. She's here, but she's in a very uh, discombobulated state. So she's disoriented. And she's just staring around at the Citadel, just gate-mouthed. Oh, my God. Where am I? I Who am I? I want to motion over to to Rick, who is, I believe, in a wheelchair recovering from his stun. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I think. So I'm going to... Motion over him. Rick, I could use a hand here. I'm going to roll over. So now you need my help. Yes, I need your help. <sighs> I thought you were supposed to be the Uber monkey. Anyway, I'm going to. I thought you were supposed to be a detective. <laughs> it's getting personal. <laughs> I'm going to take okay. her hand, hand and go, ma'am, you've been uh, recruited by Time Watch. You are at a place outside of time currently. Uh, everything's going to be okay. Okay. Do you all right? So you you engage in a conversation with her. So what are what are she looks at? You, oh, time watch. Okay, uh, uh, this is all so so incredibly strange. I don't like. So do you have time craft, Aaron? I might. I do. I have it at six. Okay. Well, th- these are the things that like you know. If you have points, you know you you get this kind of stuff. So. With a with a no point spin on this, you can tell with your you know experience with Time Watch that the symptoms that she seems to be ex- exhibiting, such as amnesia, uh, not remembering anything, a 
tell you what. Give me a one point. Give me a one point spend on it. I'll give you something here. Okay. Uh, I will spend one time craft. Okay. So there was kind of a thing that you recall with um, with this issue of uh, uh, criminal instability. So you start asking her what's her name. She doesn't remember. You start asking her other elements of her life that you're going beforehand. Like, do you know how to fly? Like, uh, do you remember being the first one to attempt to fly around the world? She has no idea what you're talking about. And then you start working your way back. And even the further details of her life, like what, uh, where were you born? Who is your mom and dad? Kind of stuff like that. She doesn't have an answer. And from this, you get the impression that she has been rendered as if she has never been born. So something has happened that erased her from time. And if it wasn't for applying the reality anchor, she would have just disappeared into the time stream. So something has has stopped her from existing. Now, luckily, we have a detective and a Russian spy monkey. A damn dirty ape. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Hypatia is like, listen, I got some other things to attend to right now. He looks down at his little calm on his wrist. Uh, Check it with me before you leave. You need to get on this, you know, on a double. Despite the fact that we have all the time in the world, we really don't have all the time in the world. It's kind of the, you know, it's like rain on your wedding day. Anyway, see ya. So. <laughs> oh, God, he's quoting Alanis Morissette. Can I shoot him? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, really, I think you were joking with another character. but. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get to moving. So, so remember, you do have stuff. There's like a gen, like you have a general set of things with you. So you um, trying to remember the default loadout is on your character script, your character sheet. What do you got? You got a pacifier. You see this stuff? Yes. Okay. What else you got beside a pacifier? You mean a pacifist disruptor? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of babies. You're fine. Autocron. Autocron. Okay. Impersonate. Okay. Sorry, so, Adam. Uh, no, no, it's fine. So you, Ethan said Autocron. What else? Impersonator mesh. Uh, uh, a tether. Tether. Okay. Time watch uniform. Uh, translator. Okay. Uh, mem tags. Okay. And that's it. All right, your mem tags just a recoup. That's like when you tag them. So you you shock them. You tag them. Time watch sends somebody to pick them up. Wipes their brain of whatever. They shouldn't have seen, you know, say, for example, Ethan's impersonator mesh fails him and they see a, a Russian monkey, which I don't know if they actually have a native species of monkeys, but we'll just say, anyway, you, he, they see that. Oh, God, they're not supposed to have seen it. Boom, tag them. They're gone. They come back, you know, and it works until you've done it to the same person over and over again. And then their brain starts getting fuggled. But yeah, once or twice, won't hurt anything. Uh, now you're, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think, I think your computer is your tether. Is that correct? You remember that? Uh, it just says it's a holographic PDA. Oh yeah. That's your PC. So that's what you do research on. I'm sorry. It's been a while. So what do you want to do? Since now you know that she's been erased from history. Where do you think you need to look? <laughs> uh, you can use Wikipedia on this kind of thing. They, the book and the game encourages it. But or would you do you have any research skills that you would like to use or what what are we wanting to do here? What are you want to try to find out? Let me look at uh, I have research. I have a research at three. Okay. Uh, I also have contemporary history. Would that I mean contemporaries are history. 
Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, like, I've got I've got seventy five, or I'm I'm from nineteen seventy five, so Amelia yeah. Earhart's not super contemporary, but it's the same like I, I would same century. Re- I would, you know, research that. Yeah, either of those is fine. If you wanted to go ahead and tell me what you were looking for, um, tell you what, I'm gonna roll research to find out where Amelia Earhart was born because that seems like if someone's fuckled with something, that might be a Did good they- place to start. And do me do me a little more than that. And this is just kind of from a better narrative standpoint. You're not just going to settle for that kind of answer. What 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 kind of things do you want to know at this point, Sven? Why don't um, you? Say, yeah. Uh, where, what, when, like specific time, what hospital, etc. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you don't row for this. These are points, Sven. So you just mark the point off, and you're good. Okay. So I'll just go ahead and spend the one point of research for right now, yeah. then. Yeah. Okay, so for your one point of research, you get that Amelia Earhart was born on July 24th, 1897 in Atchison, Kansas, in the house of her maternal grandmother, uh, Alfred, a grandfather, excuse me, Alfred Otis. You also get on research on her that her parents' names were Amelia, uh, yeah, Amelia or Amy, Otis Earhart, and Samuel Edwin Stanton. Earhart. Anything okay. else? Or what else were you um, looking for? Uh, you, you're with him. What's your character's name, Ethan? Uh, Albert. Albert. And yours, Aaron? I'm sorry. Uh, Rick. Rick Albert. So, Albert, you know, if you if there's anything that sticks out to you, you can, you know, you're you're all pouring over the information right now. Yeah. Um, like, just in general, not necessarily about birth details, right? Yeah, if you have anything to help him in his query, I mean, there's no point spent on that. I mean, you guys are going to, you know, you know where she was born. Yeah, you know I know her parents' name. I take My a logic. look at uh, when she was hospitalized during a Spanish flu outbreak. You don't see that. Oh, really? So, yeah, so you're you're cross-referencing it with known history. And uh, you, can, you can see that she was sick in your record, but in the records that you're cross-referencing that are coming up right now, which, you know, Time Watch has their stuff kind of secure. They Time Watch preserves the main ultimate timeline. So, you know, by the main timeline, yes, she was sick. But in this one, she never was sick. In fact, there's no there's no record of an Amelia Earhart ever being born. She's not registered on any kind of, you know, there's no birth certificate or anything you've ever seen. Mm. Well, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be. Um my thought with the uh, with looking up where she was born and everything was if someone's going to show up and fuck with shit, maybe that's where they started or okay. there's another. That's it a good just, idea. I mean, you know. No, you're in a, you're on the right path. So she doesn't exist. But what other factors are there available for you? Possibly just kind of walking you down this uh, primrose path, if you will. Uh, if, I mean, what if they ahead. wiped out like what if they went even earlier to like her? Mother or father. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Or grandparents. Okay, so as you go through it, no, no, you actually see that Amelia, Amy Otis, Amelia Earhart's mother, she was born. You see that, uh, you know, Samuel Edwin you know, Earnhardt, he's in the timeline. He's in both of them. But there's a peculiarity that you're picking up on. They never, hmm. they never were, they're, they're from the same town. But they never married. Hmm. Oh shit! This is a Back to the Future situation. Somebody's gonna have to go kiss their mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna look at look at Albert. What's 
Back to the Future. Oh, all right. <laughs> he, knows, he knows. He knows a lot of sports hit well, from the '90s, but he don't know '80s. <laughs> wow, that is ironic. God damn it! <laughs> okay, you motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, so you do see this. I'll tell you why. I give you one last bit. Last bit of stuff. Since we're kind of on the right path here, you do see that uh, nothing is particularly sticks out about Amelia Hart's father. He tried to be a lawyer, and you're you're kind of cross-referencing what you have here at Time Watch versus what's occurring now in the time stream. You see that in in both cases he was a lawyer. In both cases he was an alcoholic. But in the newer timeline, the modified one, his alcoholism drives him to ruin much quicker in life. And oh. yeah, and you actually see. Let's see. Hold on a second. You said you already. You already paid the research point? Yeah. Okay. Which, hey, that's perfect because you basically see that uh, Amelia, Amelia Amy Otis married a German Im- immigrant and entrepreneur named Oscar Tott, who mm. moved to Atchison, Kansas in 1892. Mm. Well, uh, Albert, <clears throat> it seems pretty obvious what we need to do. We need they to marry. I'm sorry. I paused just oh. to take a drink of water. Oh, you're good. You see that they were married. There's records of them being married in 1893 uh, or getting the courtship began in 1893. They marry in 1895. And some of your uh, other records indicate that they even had a daughter who was born in July of 1897, which is the same time period that Amelia Earhart was born in, named Greta. Hmm. Well, Albert, it seems fairly obvious what we need to do, which is uh, uh, go back, remove this taut fella from the from the equation, and get them together. I agree. Uh, hmm. Should we split up and and go at this from two angles? I'll take care of Tot, and you can go s- knock the bottle out of her father's hand. Well, you got some, you got three days to work with, or you may, you've got eighteen ninety two. He's there. 1893, they meet, and in 1895, they get married. So, you know, just just this is something you were working with here. Like, this is, as I was mentioning uh, with um, Quantum Leap, this is the Ziggy component of what I think Time Watch needs, at least for when I run it. Like, these are your options if you were going to go follow these paths. Now, I'm open to more creative endeavors. I'm going to go take care of him before he even meets her. What do you mean, That's take care of? Not important, Albert. You just uh, you just get her her uh, dad off the sauce. Oh, okay. Do you have uh, <laughs> points to Albert? How many points do you have, by the way? Just because this is a hard component of time travel. How many points do you have in Timecraft? Uh, you have see. points in Timecraft. You have to, right? Uh, yes, I have two. Okay. So I do want to remind you all because this has been it's been a while since we played this. There are certain things that can cause um, that can trigger a paradox. For example, you know to you know that you see Oscar Tot or whatever. If this is who you fought in the beginning or whatnot, blah blah blah. Like if this is the same person and you go back in time and kill him, but then you know that you're going to see him again in 1940 something, and he's gonna, he's going to be old and he's going to try to shoot you down. Like that creates a paradox. Much on the same lines that if you know that uh, Samuel Earhart has a drinking problem that, you know, 
eventually ruins things, you know, that do realize that you're messing with the time stream because he has, he's a drunk and that's the downside to it all. Like he's a drunk in this timeline, he's a drunk in the new timeline, but like, that's the constant thing. So if you go back and change it now, I'm not going to make that like a paradox check to where like you lead him to the road of sobriety and he finds Jesus and happy times, happy times. I'm not going to make that be like, yeah, this is a a severe paradox. You, you know, you could be dead. If you fail this check, it's not going to be one of those, but those are examples of paradox. So just mm-hmm. letting you just letting you all know. I'm willing to take that risk, Ethan. Are you? Uh erase myself from the timeline kind of risk. Oh, uh well, I mean not erase yourself completely, but you know, uh maybe we get creative with time. Besides, I know I didn't say I was gonna kill him. Maybe I find <laughs> another heavily implied it. <laughs> maybe I just maybe I find another lady to introduce him to. Or, uh, actually, Adam, real quick, did you say yeah. he, uh, this dude immigrated to? Yeah, he got, he got in America, he moved to America, well, that same town in Kansas in 1892. They meet in 1893, they marry in 1895, and then Amelia Earhart would have been born in 1897. Well, see, there you go. I just got to stop him from coming to America. <laughs> You're going to anti Neil Diamond him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will do what I must, Adam. <laughs> oh, I'll be right back in one sec. No, you're fine. To those of you at home, we're going to carry on with inane bullshit or perhaps even talk about things that we could do in the game. Do you have any questions, Aaron? No, I just, I'm trying to think of, let's see, it's the 1800s, so it's going to take a boat. Normally. We, ah, Zeppelins are a thing too, though. Also, this is a game of time travel. That's a good point. All right, I need to find Tut, and I need to figure out how he's gonna get it. He's gonna get to America. Well, that's one date. If you if I don't don't be hammered down by that date. No, like, I know. Like we're mm-hmm. dealing with a, we're dealing with somebody who went back in time and erased Amelia Earhart. One would like the logical leap and conclusion is that he's a time traveler. So you're not gonna have to sink the Bismarck or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but see, that's also the thing is, ooh, Sandman universe number one tomorrow. Sorry. Uh, anyway, if he's a time traveler, killing him wouldn't really mess up the time, the, the time, uh, stream that much, would it? Because it would, only, it, would it affects you. It doesn't affect the world. The world kind of corrects itself sometimes when these things happen. But what happens is, you know, that. You fought somebody who, in the very beginning of the game, which I, we're digging back months and months and months, he was screaming how you ruined his life and you've taken everything from him. That's the ah. first thing that you were introduced to. So assuming, which would be the logical conclusion here, that this is the, perhaps this is where you take everything from him because, mm-hmm. you know, hey, he comes back in time. There's a good Walmarns to quote, you know, early from Squidbillies. And he has a, <laughs> like... He has a family, you know, and then you you go back and take care of that. I guess what I'm trying to point out is that you experience paradox. Gotcha. So, Um, well, he shouldn't have been time traveling in the first place. Uh, So, you know, fuck it. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) I'm just go ahead, Albert. But you've already killed him. Yeah. If he was the one chasing us, then if we kill him, then he can't chase us. And I will kill him in the past. Well, that's even worse well, because you see him in the future. Literally, <laughs> the definition of a paradox. Okay, what if I go? 
What if I go to... Alright. What if I go to the future... Go to the future or back to the one time. Stop us. I stop us from killing him at that particular <laughs> point. Wait. And you know that you don't see him do minute. that. So there you get You create a paradox. <laughs> it's... it's, it's that's why I like the game. It's really cool. But it, it's where is this gumshoe? And this is a very pulpy game. And, you know, we can goof and time travel and blah, blah, blah. You can go anywhere and do anything. I mean, hell, you could go, you know, get a check, get a Gatling gun and go back to Kansas and just mow things down. Whatever. Cool. You could totally do that. Or a nuke for that matter. Like paradox is kind of the checks and balances of the system. So, you know, mm. I, if you go back to where you were, you create paradox. So the only thing that you can do at this point, Aaron, is go f- go to a different place if you don't want to risk paradox. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I'm okay with risking paradox because it makes things so much more interesting. <laughs> Albert, what's your opinion on this? Do you, ha- do you have a, a potential uh, counter suggestion? Oh, uh, we ruined his life. <laughs> Pick a date. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go to before he comes to America. Okay, and I'm gonna stop well, him from coming to America somehow. You're gonna stop him from time traveling to America. Wait, he time traveled to America. I thought he immigrated. That means he put paper. That's when he turns in papers. Oh, uh, you've got technology that is like like your. I think it's your tether or one of the others. I'd have to go through the the equipment list. You can like no, I got this document. You know, t- this game is like I played it with the creator. And I love it, and I don't feel like I'm doing it justice. But like, you know, imagine this. I'll give you a scenario, Aaron. Like, let's imagine that you want to have a meeting with um, George Washington, the President of the United States. Okay, you show up at the White House. Speak like back in the day, you could just walk into place and stuff like that. But you know, you go up to the Secretary for the President or whatever, and say, "Yeah, I'm supposed to see George Washington today." They look at the books and they're like, no, you're not listed as his appointments. And then you're like, okay, hold on. Time travel, boom, you spend the points. You can just say that you you go back in time and set an appointment for yourself. And then they look at the book and they're like, oh, yeah, you're in here. I'm sorry. Go right in. That's time watch. You like you can maneuver things around like this. It's You're not necessarily on a linear path. I'm just giving you important moments. So we know that the no, man... Okay. I know. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to find a time where I could stop him somehow from going to America. I like. I've got an idea. I'm just gonna break one of his legs so he can't get to his ship or whatever that him to America. I just need to find the right time to do it. Got a very specific <laughs> subset of problem solution. <laughs> Look, Rick Baker is a man of action. <laughs> He's a fucking That's hammer. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Aaron, do you want to spend yes. some research? Uh, you want to spend some research to see if you can find Oscar Tot? I'm going to spend two research. You don't have to. You spend one and you don't find any reference of Oscar Tot anywhere. He's not from. God damn it. But, you know, he's not from our time stream. So I will I will end you that with a like a slap on the wrist with a ruler and take a point. Bad. It's from an alternate timeline. We do not have any records of alternate timeline. So you have no idea where he's coming from. You just know that he turns in papers to become an, a he 
poses as an immigrant. Okay, then I need to find when he turns in papers so I can get those papers and destroy them. Okay. Since you won't let me violence the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Albert, are you okay with this? Because we can go this route. There's nothing. By the way, me asking you this isn't like, are you sure you want to throw that grenade (laughs) next to those barrels? This isn't one of those. I'm just, is the party in agreeance? Or do you have an, uh, an alternate? The only alternate suggestion I have would be to uh, let him get in the country and then get him deported. Okay. Uh, I am okay with Aaron's plan. That sounds logical, too. Okay. The thing is, how do we get him deported? Uh, yeah, if he came from like another time stream or something, then... Well, I mean, so he does basically need to go through immigration, so we'll say that... Um, we could pose as immigration officers and turn him away. Okay. Boy, that silence was deafening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we will say this, that you do have record of him coming over to America. Well, hell, Staten Island in the, yep. uh, in the spring of 1892. If you've got the date, you've got, you know where he's going to be. Now, if you, want, if you all want. So time travel test, just because I love how we just like to argue for 20 minutes. <laughs> all right, <laughs> hope, it, hope it's good radio. All right, so... We're going to have to do a time travel check. Every instance of a time travel requires a time travel test. Simple difficulty of four. You lose two. Do you have any stitches? I have one. So you can pay the stitch and bypass it. Or if you want to hold on to your stitch, which you can kind of redeem for extra points and like shooting or like, I think it's a two to one thing. So if you wanted to add two more points to shooting in case, you know, Aaron hasn't shot enough people, he could do that. And, you know, Points. Uh, so you have options. You could. You could. Um, I don't have a stitch, so I'm just going to have to use roll time travel. I guess. You know, it's a new session. You you're sticking to your character. Let's <laughs> <laughs> role play it. <laughs> I'm fucking doing it, man. So I'll give that to you. So you you both keep your stitch. You, I'm going to start the session off with a brand new stitch. By the way, you guys can give stitches to each other. By the way, if you like something that Aaron does, Ethan, which must be realistic here, but you can can give him a point or motherfuckers. So, so Uh, you touch you touch base with Hypatia. It's like we're going to go back. We figured out where this problems occurred. Well, you have to take Amelia with you. So he's he's, you're communicating calmly. It's like you need her with you to be able to use her chromometer or whatever the fuck it's called. I'll look that up. But so she's got to be with you. But like out of character, she's in no shape to do anything. You can just kind of guide her around. No big deal. Like, but you need her there. Just, you know, when she levels out, you, you know, you have it. You have uh, something to test it with, if you will. I'm going to look at Albert. All right, Albert, you're in charge of you're in charge of uh, shepherding her. By the way, it's called a paradox meter. Why do I not figure that out earlier? Anyway. Good question. All right, Albert, you get to take care of Amy or Amelia. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll spend the stitch. I think I will save it and I'll just roll my. No, I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna get. Well, you'd have two then. I, I'm starting a session off of everybody getting a stitch. If oh, you do cool. any, if, if you do anything else, you can use your one. I'm just gonna go ahead and give Aaron one. So once we complete this, Aaron will be at zero. You'll be at one, and you know, good role playing, whatever you're doing, creativity. I don't want to be the only one awarding stuff. If you see something someone else does that you like, give it to them. I think there's a max of like four stitches per person, but you're good. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. So you spend your points. Now, 
you uh, you time travel. So you know you phase of the three of you. You phase out, and then you phase into an empty room. So if you like, I think I'd like to imagine it like you. It looks like an image of you riding in a wormhole, like you know warp speed kind of thing like that, where everything's blowing past, but there's like a light and you're following it kind of deal. That's just how I always saw it. But anyway, you time travel. You're in an empty room. At uh, and that's the way time travel works. It they find a place where there's nobody at, and you can just walk out. So no one sees you time travel the way the technology works. So not gonna be somebody sitting there, you know, whittling and looks up and like, oh my god, <laughs> it's a bloodthirsty dick and an ape. I'm not bloodthirsty. No one will ever believe you. <laughs> we close the door. So you're in an you're in an empty looks like you were going to Staten Island. It looks like you're in a bookkeeping section. This is more or less just a large room filled with filing cabinets going back and forth. Now what are you wanting to set your impersonator mesh to look like? Uh an immigration officer, like the person who checks the papers. Okay. So yeah, yeah that's no problem. Seems like the logical thing to do. That's right, I'm logical. Okay. So there you are. So you guys certainly looked apart. So we say that you've even set this to be at an early morning hour. So you've arrived really before anyone else has. And um, yeah, there you go. So you're there. You're at work before anyone else. And you know that you're going to be Oscar Smith there for the course. It's kind of a, you know, you turn into papers, interview process, kind of deal like that. I mean, everything's filled out. It's not like you mail shit in when you are doing all that. So, you know, he's going to be here this day. So when you say Oscar uh, Schmidt, do you mean Oscar Todd? Yeah, Oscar Schmidt is something else. Oscar Sm- Oscar Todd. I'm sorry. You, Oscar you Schmidt racist? is racist. When old Oscar Meyer shows up, we're gonna <laughs> ruin his day. <laughs> Adam's a racist and think all thinks all German people's last name is Schmidt. <laughs> you heard it here first. I went to high school with a German exchange student called Anka. Her name was Anka Schmidt. She didn't make it too long, but yeah, that's where um, I th- I guess I'm thinking back to 1997. Let's keep going. Did, did she also get deported by time travelers? Yeah, no, I think she drank too much. She got sent, and her foster parents kicked her out, and she went somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Damn, it'd be like that sometimes. They'd be like that. So people are starting to file in. You you see some people walk like you know. Well, I guess you tell me. Like, what are you going to do about your day? You're start. You're here. There's no one else here. What kind of things you want to do in the, the area that you're working? Well, I think instead of a um, like an immigration paperwork guy, I want to be like a security guard. I want to look like a security guard. So I'm not just like standing next to him the whole time. Okay. The paperwork. Cool. That, that way he can mill about and uh, stop any riffraff. If, uh, if anything gets out of hand, I got old uh, Ape Hands McGee. Okay. <laughs> so now you look like a security guard, but you're not on papers as a security guard. But, Ethan, you can time travel. That's a good point. So, and this is just, you know, I know I know I'm kind of like softball pitching this concept to you. By the way, you guys are totally off the reservation immediately, but <laughs> I like it. Like, I'm softballing this one to you. You can use time travel to do things like this. So, if you wanted to, you could make yourself uh, an employee. You could go back, time travel. You filled out the application. It's time travel, dude. You could have spent... A fucking, this could be your third month on the job. You could be supposed to be here today. You could have maneuvered socially into the position where you would be at this place at this exact time with this type of clearance. Yeah. And no I one do that. 
Yeah. So if you want, you could just go ahead and do the roll, which would go off of like criminal stability, or you can spend your last stitch. I'm going to spend my last stitch. Okay. So what kind of background? I gave you some suggestions. What kind of stuff you want to do? What are you? Uh, you mean for like establishing an identity? Yeah. How did you do it? Give me, give me your mon. I want to see the montage, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this guy, he's got to, you know, uh, teleport back. Um, this will actually be maybe his first day on the job. And he's just going to pop back, fly under the guise of a, uh, like war vet. He's falling on hard times. He's got to get a job. Okay. So, you know, you made, I would assume you did something like you, through your time travel ability, you found out who do the hiring process or you social engineered yourself to where you were a guy in hard times and somebody knew somebody had owed them a favor kind of deal and they got you this job and this is your first day on the job. Yeah. Okay. So does that concept work for you too, Aaron? Like anything? You don't have to do it. You could just be for, you could just try to bullshit your way. And no, I'm supposed to be here or whatnot, but these are just the kind of things that you can do in time, time watch. For your no, care. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a veteran. I've seen it all. I've seen everybody come through here. Some of them have turned away. Some of them have let through. I am the arbiter. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> now you're gonna have so yeah. Uh, give me give me a time. You're gonna have to do a time check. Uh, travel check. It's difficulty four. So here's the deal. You can just roll straight up four. Get it. That's fine. If not, it costs you two. So that's the kind of the gambling mechanic you got. So, you know, you could spend two and roll three and miss it. Or you, you're a smart cat. You can figure that part out. So what are you spending? What are you, what are you wanting to wager? I'm just what are you buying? <laughs> I'm going to roll it first. And if I have to spend, I will spend. No, 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 no. Lay down the chips before you do it. <laughs> All right. You said this is a time travel? It's a, it's, a, it's a simple time travel one. So you would just, like, you know. You could just uh, you could row and try to beat one point. Okay. And this is timecraft, right? Uh, I thought it was. I thought you spent chrono stability. I think timecraft is to know about time travel. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, cool. It's been a while. So I will spend. I will spend two. So, uh, I rolled a two, and with my two, I spend. That's a four. So no, you're no better. You're no worse. So you did decent. I mean, you would have lost a two. So mark the two chrono stability off. What are you at right now? Uh, eight. Oh shit! You're in good shape. You don't like this goes negative numbers and gumshoe. Yeah, I had ten. So. Okay, you're in good shape. I like the nice. concept that like if somebody listens to role point exchange for a long time, they can slowly plot the, plot the growth and of uh, my daughters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here comes a little one in like ba 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 ba. Which you know, two years ago when I did it, started this podcast, me and Noah and Chris were recording an episode, and Ara was asleep on the couch and watching um Puss in Boots, and then it's like. I'm in the middle of recording, and all of a sudden I hear thud. Ah! She just fell oh, asleep. Yeah. So, you know, it's for those of you that are fans, thank you. And <laughs> my gift to you is my children growing up. Oh. Give us money on Patreon, please. Okay. So, do me a faith. Uh, a faith? No. Well, no. I, just give me the montage of how you, your identity that you have set up. <clears throat> And how you went about doing it. Just you can pretty much say anything. Just give me the story real quick. Uh, well, when I first started, I was I was uh, quiet-eyed and optimistic, and then I saw the worst humanity had to offer trying to come through here. People fleeing things they'd done, and I also seen the good, you know, the good ones. 
I had to let him in. I had to because there's too much bad. <laughs> so how did you get the job? <laughs> oh, I applied and they uh, they hired me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is you know what? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, they hired me. Okay, yeah, you know they needed help, so. So there's your identities. You wait about doing the normal thing. You got the new guy. He's kind of a, you know, there security guard watching the place. And, you know, you're seeing a lot of different Germans coming through his place. And eventually, you uh, there's a young man. Looks like he's in his uh, early mid-20s. Sits down and identify, identifies himself as Oscar Tot. Tot, eh? Yes, is Tot. I'm... Uh, I'm immigrating from Germany, and uh, I I look to come to the land of opportunity. It's nice to meet you. Oh God, Adam, you're make you're gonna make me feel bad about this. <laughs> He's so friendly. Uh, I'm gonna take his papers and review them. Mm, I I don't I don't think we can let you in. Oh, it's, what is uh, what is the problem? <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. Uh, I believe you you may have for, uh, falsified these papers. Oh, oh, I, I, what what about the papers? It's, it's falsified. They're all legit. They had the the checks and stamps. I I think I need to speak with a, a manager here. This is this is I'm the gonna, worst German accent ever. <laughs> I'm gonna walk over while he says that. Sir, I'm going to need you to calm down. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm fine. Sir, please do not get hostile. <laughs> it's, I, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's just a misunderstanding. Adam, can I can I ask you something real quick about so, German accents? No, not really. No, he knows he's from an alternate timeline, right? Like he didn't yes. just accidentally. Yes. Okay. You're not you're not marooned. Like you saw him elsewhere. I'm gonna break cover, just lean in and go, "What the fuck you did?" And then I'm gonna resume my character or my uh, my immigration guy persona and go, "Denied!" and stamp it. He looks at you confused. And, <laughs> what did I do? And then you stamp the paper. Yeah. And that's that. So I'm gonna need you to lower your voice and come with me. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Oh no no no! I think there's a misunderstanding, and I, I think oh oh here she's coming. Okay, so the hold on a second. My daughter just walked up and handed me my keys. Is there my keys? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your patience. You're good. I just I'm just getting sidetracked. All right, so from behind you, your supervisor who you've worked with for a long time since you established this identity comes and says, oh oh mr todd yes i i see i see i'm i'm sorry was there some kind of problem uh he's like no i just turned in the papers yesterday and i was just following up and they they're saying it's denied and she oh one second and she reaches uh, back and goes a gun? The cabinet. no she goes back into the <laughs> cabinet room comes back out and she walks up to your desk no i he, he just he you can see these papers were stamped yesterday Oh, I'm going to need to time travel back and swap that shit out. Yeah, I was just about to say I'm going to time travel and take care of those. Yeah. Um, I guess we both have a chrono stability left. So, <laughs> yeah. so one of us. You do realize that I just time traveled back and made that thing. You're dealing with the time traveler. <laughs> that tricky fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You time travel and deal with the papers. I'll time travel back and stop him from engaging in time traveling. 
Yes, I'll keep him busy. You don't know that. You don't know the A point. You only know the B points, guys. <laughs> okay, go two days back. Get those papers and burn them. Even just destroy them. Shouldn't I swap them out with like? Shouldn't I swap them out with like papers that are like falsified or something? Yes, do something that. With them? Do that should, and bring me bring me the real papers. I should travel back to like this morning before <laughs> the office opened, like the earliest or the latest possible time, so that he can't like travel in there. Yeah, and stay in there as the night guard. You know that. No, this is fine. You you know that like he shows up today, so that's when you get you start getting into paradox. So there's other ways. You don't have to go back. There's nothing but like you can go forward. You can do whatever, or you could just try to confront him. Like I mean, it's whatever you want to do. <laughs> I want to I want to time travel to like five in the morning and snatch those papers. Ethan, I have an idea. That. What if you time travel to like ten minutes beforehand? And just got them so when she goes to get them, there's nothing there. Oh, that's also a good idea. <laughs> but <laughs> you know they're there. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That would be a paradox. You've seen them. You could time travel. Here's an example. And like I said, this is an intro scenario. We're learning the system. You can do things with like Aaron, you wanted a you wanted a shotgun under the table? Dick can have <laughs> a shotgun under the table. You're gonna say, Well, I try I time travel. I'm gonna time travel to last night, come in here tape a shotgun underneath the table and there's your shotgun. But if you looked under the table and see that there's no shotgun, then you say, Hey, I'm going to time travel into the past and put a shotgun under this table. You create paradox. Does that help? Sort of. Okay. Uh, okay. Then your idea to go to like five in the morning is probably, probably better. Right. Just, it'll keep, it'll keep us from, from paradoxing the shit out of things. Well, you know the papers there, though. I, I, if you do this, I am going to make you take a lesser paradox shit. Okay, I what if we that. what if we switch them out with other papers, though? Then there's still papers there. They're just not. Or you don't have to fight this with time travel. You can follow him back to like I'm just offering suggestions, by the way. Gotcha. You can follow him back where there's no one else and take care of him, like you want to do. You can okay. Let this, you can let this scene play out. I mean, see, that's that's what I love about this, Aaron. It could be whatever you want it to be. Okay, Ethan, we don't have to kill him. But we can frame him maybe... for something. Oh, I was going to say we like knock him over the head, steal his shoes and wallet, but that works too. We can um, absolutely frame him for something. I'm going to hit you with a pretty outside plan here. Let's hear it. Well, let's say, um, we'll say that the day has already passed on. So you, you, you know, the, the mess up has occurred. Like you, you, apologize and he looks at you all kind of you you kind of funny and he goes about his day and it's just more or less you get the impression that he's kind of you know writing you up as one of those gangs of new york kind of we don't like these foreigners coming in here taking off our jabs kind of people you know what i mean yeah so so now we're planning yeah so you can do whatever i'm just i was wanting to go ahead and close out the scene so okay hit me with that plan ethan let's hear it so I have science at five. Yes. What if I made some kind of illicit substance and planted it on him? Ooh. And one of us is a cop and we bust him for it. Take him downtown. Uh, okay. Keep in mind, this is the 1800s. Cocaine is legal. It's when? Eight, uh, he, at least he said he got here in 1892, right? Yeah, 1892. Oh. Yeah. Right. So cocaine is still legal. 
But I like where your head's at. Yes, that's true. That's here's what I was gonna say. I was I was just thinking something. We could like burn a building down and like and frame him for arson. Uh right for the burning things down, huh? That was <laughs> well, only a matter of time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this episode should be called <laughs> Adam and Heath are trying to tell Aaron now not to destroy the past. <laughs> Talking Aaron down with Ethan Adam. <laughs> okay, like you're wanting you're wanting to do something. Okay, mm. you know what I got. You you know you know what what you're a you're a, you're basically the time police guys, right? Yeah. Oh, so we could just show up and arrest him for for crimes or time crimes. Yeah, you could you could sit there and go like I I like where you're headed, and by the way. Like I'll do this, and then the rest of the time, if you like something your partner says here, you give them points. I'll give you one more stitch for both of you for going so fucking crazy with this. I not I love how you I love how you're working in the time travel angle and stuff like that. You could just go back to where he is and try to take him out. Like you just need to prevent him from going to Kansas. Okay. Okay, but if we kill him, then we don't meet him in the future. And paradox. Like that's what you've been saying this whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, you can take care of it then. Or if Wait. you want to. Or if you want to. Yes. You could back to the future. This shit like Ethan said a moment ago. This isn't a railroad. You were right. If you take him out here, then he's not in the future. And that's going to be uh, a big paradox check. Thank you for catching me on that. See, I, I fuck up too. That's a danger of time travel. But, <laughs> all right. So, he. Oh, now my daughter's petting her piggyback on it, her baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. yep. so you want to go a different route? Um, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of us just showing him up, showing up and busting him for crimes against time. Yeah. Okay. Just sending him back to his own timeline. But yep. Or? Or? You could do it. No, I mean, that's fine. You want to try to work <laughs> this out? That's fine. No, that wasn't me trying to warn you. I'm just trying oh, okay. to, you, like, I gave you three dates, and you're like, yeah, I like those. I'm going to pick one that's really vague. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> um, I am literally making shit up on the spot. Uh, hmm. I don't mind the silence because I truncated Aaron, by the way. No, I know. I'm trying to. I'm just I'm thinking. This is my thinking noise. Ethan, you can make thinking noises, too. <laughs> you're allowed. Okay, we could introduce, try and get him introduced to another woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, like where you're. Th- I like where you're going with that. But this is a man who specifically went there to do this. That's a good point. So he's like, love claims him along the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you hmm. ruined his life. You you ruined his life. That was that was what you were told in the very beginning. Okay, Ethan, I got a crazy plan here. Oh boy! <laughs> You're just gonna look. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down into Mordor, bring you right back up into the Shire. All right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, hear me out. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> what if we? I'm I'm sorry. I'm just picturing what reactions to this are gonna be, and I wait with bated breath. Okay, so he came here specifically because he is in love with Amelia Earhart's mother, right? You know that this is the beeline that like he was making. Like Amelia Earhart disappears. It's not a coincidence. You also okay. know 
So you what if we know that he comes after you, time traveling, like into the future? You you know all this stuff. Like you have done this, and it's all kind of hinging on Amelia Earhart. What if we kill Amelia Earhart's mother? So um, <laughs> let me finish. So that he's upset and he leaves this timeline, and then once he has left this timeline, we go back in time and stop ourselves from killing Amelia Earhart's mother. Okay, well that... (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I think I killed Adam. Why don't we just fake her death? (laughs) That works too. Aaron, stop ourselves from killing him, Aaron. (laughs) She won't follow me here. She won't die. Yes, but he won't know that because he'll be back in his timeline. What? You heard me. Why would he leave his timeline? No, I'm saying his timeline if he hasn't died. No, what I'm saying, what I said was he's from another timeline, right? Uh So, Aaron, I'm going to go ahead and stop you. Yeah. How about you go back to where he meets his mother, where they meet? You either make sure that her parents stay together and actually get married, or you make sure that he is dishonored in front of her, and she and, and Amelia Earhart's mother wants nothing to do with him. Those are the two easiest things that I could possibly see, <laughs> rather than fake than murdering her and then stop yourself from murdering her with. <laughs> Look, I'm an idea man, okay? Instead of making her death, she was like, may partially satisfy your bloodlust? <laughs> okay, what if we just go, we can just go emasculate him in front of Amelia's mother and father. How does that sound? We could, yeah. Oh, we can disguise ourselves to look like pretty much anyone, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or you, you can you. make yourself look like the time. Like, I mean, Kidding. you can... You could, I would even say in the time mesh, could make it look like you're that person. Yes, yeah, right. going to hit you with another um, outside idea. Okay. One of us disguises ourselves as his jilted lover. Ooh. And exposes him for the cad bully, coward, and thief he is. I like it. I like it. My other, my other thought I had just a second ago, by the way, was what if we made Amelia look like her mother? And he falls in love with Amelia. But I, I like your idea better. <laughs> How? Adam, you thought Devon Army's brought out weird ideas in me. Jesus. <laughs> All right. I like your idea, though. Oh, we could even both be his jilted lovers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I just made a, so, just made a, po- I made a post in group me just saying, playing Time Watch. Aaron Morris was to murder Amelia Earhart's brother to save Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it could have worked. We don't know that it wouldn't. I don't think the grandfather paradox works on that. <laughs> go, oh, my, all right. So, yeah, jilted lover thing. It's fine. All right. You just, you guys, my, like, tell me how you do want to do it. Just, you can montage it. Like, the dates that we are dealing with here is. If you want, they meet in 1893. So we can pretty much get you to around that time period. If you want, just tell me like how you do it. Yeah. Like you're time traveler. So it's not like, you remember how you kind of freehanded like an entire career almost as a 
person working behind a desk at an immigration office. Like, I mean, you could, boom, you put yourself there. You could make yourself a member of the community. You could make yourself a friend of the family, or you could just be, you could just hang out there to, like stalking Amelia Otis until, you know, the opportune time that Smith does mm, it. That's a good point. Like, you t- and is there spins that you could make? Am I taking, by the way, out of question, character? No, I'm just want, I'm curious. The way I'm kind of like approaching this stuff here, is this working for you guys? Do you enjoy what we're doing if I just kind of, I'm throwing just yeah. suggestions? Yeah, sometimes you we need the push. It's no problem. It's a new system and it's so freeform. I love it because it's free form, but at the same time, like when I played it, I was stuck that one time I was stuck in a very linear thinking like, okay, well, I got to do this or this. It's kind of when you open up the ability to time travel, you know, it's as long as you get the concept of what you're trying to avoid, you could do it either way. So to say it's just, we need, like I said, I think sometimes we need the, uh, the push a little bit or like, or you could do it this way. Yeah. So that we don't try and kill well, the mother of someone we're well, trying to save. You just, yeah. I think that's great, man. So, and as long as you're having a good time, I okay. am. All right. We'll keep on going because I do want to play this game more. Like, I, my wife walked in here to ask if I was okay a moment ago. <laughs> and I took the headset off and laughed <laughs> at your idea. And I'm not, that uh, makes me sound mean. I don't mean to be mean. No, so, dude, you're okay. I realize it was silly. It's all good. That's why. That's why you're here, buddy. <laughs> so go for it, guys. What kind of? Uh, how are you putting yourself into the situation? Oh, I tell you what. Why don't you give me? Why don't you give me another? Anybody got any more research points? I have two. No, I have one. Take, take it. Spend it. And you could do all stuff right, like you, you could. You could always offer suggestions in a gumshoe game. And if like if it's bad, I will tell you no. I will say with that spend, you even start. Since you're now in the alternate, dealing with the alternate timeline, you can see that it is listed on their wedding nuptials that they met at the fall festival. That so was the fall festival. On. Yeah. So, you know, they was, so you know the time that it's listed on, like, you know, Oscar and Amy Otis met. Love began on the night of blah, blah, blah. You've got that. You know, it's going to be, you know what? Festival, it's like the, the, the festival going in, so there's shit, there's fucking hoedowns. Like, but it's like you tell me what you're what you're doing and what, how it looks. Uh, Albert, I'm gonna let you go first. So like, where in this we're placing ourselves? Yeah, how far back do you want to go? Like, you know, you've researched it, so you don't have to go back in the in the April and wait yeah. until then. If you want to put it as a day of it, that's fine. Just tell yeah. me what you're doing, what you're posing as, and um. That's that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I guess I'll. Uh, I guess I'll just pose as. Wait. Uh, I'll pose as like a carny or something. Okay. So you. Uh, so you're. So I get to be the jilted lover. Sweet. <laughs> oh no no! I didn't say that. Oh. I thought we were settled on both. Oh yeah, you're right. I was just confused for a second. But uh, no, I'm 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 here for it. Let's let's do this. Okay. How I blend in, man. So, of course. That's fine. Uh, spend, make the time check or spin the, st- the stitch. I gave I gave you guys an extra stitch. You remember a moment ago too, just because. Yeah. Damn it, you're trying so hard. I'm gonna go ahead and spend that. Okay. <laughs> by the way, just for future reference, uh, stitches give a general refresh. If you want to use them any other way, uh, general refresh ability of two points. Um, 
simple time travel is what we've been using them for. But if you want to do teamwork, then you can paste two, two stitches to give somebody a plus one on a die row. If you can explain how you're helping them. You can also spend a stitch to boost the damage by one point or reduce damage. So they're pretty handy to accumulate. So like I said, if Ethan does something good, Aaron, give him a stitch. Uh, I will. And you know what? I'm going to give him a stitch because I like this carny idea. Nice. Okay. That's good. So yeah. Boom. He's there. I assume you're going to spend yours, Aaron? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. I will. Okay. You're there. So what were you disguising yourself as, Aaron? Uh, I will be one of his jilted lovers. And because it's the 1800s and we want this to be scandalous, I'm going to be a man. I was already going to do that. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll be a lady. You be a man. Or both what if we're men? both men? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scandalous. Yeah, it would be. Okay. So, and Amelia's there with you as well. She, boom, you travel here. The paradox meter has not moved any at all. It's still at the one. She's still there present. You've, when you travel there, you've traveled to a barn. It's empty at the moment. It's, well, at least Aaron, you did. I guess, Ethan, you were setting yourself up as a carny. So you're, you've kind of even joined on. You probably ta- time traveled further back to join the carny crew. Yeah, I've been touring with them since Omaha or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like a roadie. <laughs> of course, you know, it's kind of simple stuff that they're doing here. It's not like we got motorized things really going. But yeah, cool. So yeah. Night of the Fall Festival. I think they had electricity at this point in time, but in my yes. world they did. So it's you're in the actual town itself. There's still some old uh, lamps here and there, but you've got lights that are strung up. Uh, there is in the town square near the courthouse, which they've only recently stopped hangings, probably. Uh, you know, it's been set up. There's a, a makeshift stage that's been built up there. There's a... Uh, band playing folksy music there are young people dancing you like there's the carnival stuff set up to the side you've got a few booths where there's the you know tough man like you swing the hammer down ding kind of deal like that uh ring tosses like simple little games it's not to the extent of you know the scrambler or the octopus that makes you throw up but you know fyi i can't ride the teacups because they spin in circles and that makes me sicker and shit but anyway there you go so take me away you tell the story. Immerse me, Ethan. Uh, let's see, on which like ride I... You know, you... Well, there's not really rides since you know it's not motorized and stuff like that, but you're with the traveling carnies. I guess you could say that would set up this kind of stuff and, you know, set up games and things like that. It's kind of still business. I just don't think, like, they had actual... I mean, you can set up, like, the, the strongman thing and things like that. I just don't think there's anything motorized, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's probably, like, uh, a couple freaks... Definitely some freak. Sure. Um, there's a fortune teller. Okay. Ethan, you could run the geek show. You guys do see. I will say just that. A, just ahead. a suggestion. My bad. <laughs> Which thing do you want to run? It's not like it really matters, Ethan, because you're not. It's not like you're going to be like, get, pay a pay a nickel, get a ball, hit a bottle, get a prize. Oh, there's that son of a bitch that broke my heart. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, I'll be running the like 1890s equivalent of the Tunnel of Love. Nice. I like it. <laughs> I don't know where they've got the water for it. Like, I mean, <laughs> they pumped it in from somewhere. It's fine. And you don't need water. You got like, uh, it'll be I like got... horses, horses and carriages, horse-drawn carriages. Or you know, it could. You know, they did have like the mobile peep show. A uh, peep show. That sounds perverted, but you know, <laughs> like you played Red Dead Redemption. You know how they had the setups for like the picture shows with uh, 
the slides that played. Do you remember seeing that in Red Dead Redemption? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, you it's can in the Blackwater, I think. Yeah, so maybe you've got it's your setup of a couple of booths. It's the latest technology, you know. So we'll go ahead just because I don't know how to do the horse carriage around town with the lovers and stuff like that. We'll just say that you're running. There's a couple of little booths that you got set up there and people can pay in and they can see the moving images and it's amazing and shit like that. Sorry, I took over. No, you're good. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So Aaron, uh, <clears throat> I will just be a dandy about town. <laughs> uh, just taking in the sights and sounds and smells of the carnival. <laughs> I like that. So you got your little hat and it's got like the red and blue band and it's white and it's flat and shit like that. And I'm thinking of watching little house on a prairie with my grandma when I was a little kid. So I'm kind of pulling from that. So, okay. Yeah. Boom. You're there. You recognize Amelia Otis because she looks a lot like Amelia Earhart. You also recognize Oscar Schmidt. That's me. I did it again. Damn it. Oscar (laughs) talked because Oscar, you've met him before. Now you're under a different, you know, identity now. You see him where they're doing the group dancing to the band, square dancing and whatnot. You see him make his way out on the, to the floor, and he dances with a few other girls, and he's making his way over to Amelia Earhart. It's the announcer, since these kind of dances actually have someone that's calling shit from the stage, like how I threw shit in there, makes it authentic. But yeah, you see, you both see Oscar approaching Amelia. Ro-ro. He, he also has a hat on, and he takes it off. Holds it to his chest. He looks like he's getting ready to say something. Uh, I'm gonna. He's gonna starts try and get himself. I'm going, I'm, time keeps going, Aaron. He's no, a, you're good. I was gonna say I'm gonna try and get get uh, Albert's attention. Oh, I guess he's not around, is he? Shit. Are you gonna go, Are you gonna go in for it now, or? Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna like just. You guys point got that calm. You, you guys got comms. You you can oh, talk okay. to each other through your you know futuristic iPad thing that you wear. Uh, Kong. He's headed for Amelia. All right. Well, then I'll. I'll go right up to him um, and I'll uh, snap a flash bulb in his face and I'll go, who the hell is she? <laughs> <laughs> See, you have like the bulb in your hand and you just yep. crush it or something. Yep. Like, I, uh, who is she? <laughs> so Where's Rachel? It mid had across his heart and said, uh, a guten tag, Fraulein. I am, I am Oscar Tot, and I am in a crutch. <laughs> Who the hell is she? Uh, boss, it's, it's, excuse me, I'm talking to the young lady. Don't play dumb with me, Oscar. I, I, I assure you, I'm not playing dumb. Like, well, <laughs> what are you talking about, Mister? You know good and well what I'm talking about. Does summer in Vienna mean nothing to you? <laughs> this is when I'll, I'll make my entrance too. There you are, Tot. So another hidden lover too, huh? It's not just me. Are you ashamed <laughs> of me, Oscar? <laughs> I know uh, thing. I'll go to the papers. Who the hell is he? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Smith's just standing by the side. Now, now, so he's like, I don't, I don't know these people. I don't know. I don't know you. So look at your point. I want point spins and stuff like that too. So look at your stuff. I mean. You've got the scene. Everybody, like, people notice when the bulb was broke and then the Vienna mention and all that. And they also noticed the lover thing. Uh, Amy Otis is backed up. Okay. Nice. I'm digging mm-hmm. what you're doing here. Amy Otis is backed up and people are starting to stare and stuff like that. Now, what um, you got, you know, there's interpersonal abilities you could do, you could spend. You've also got your preparedness skill that is your kind of catch all. 
Oh, I? <laughs> I like that giggle. What is that? Can I spend preparedness um, to have a photo, like a fake falsified photo of like me and him? Yeah. You know what? I would say so. So I'll say that, yeah, you've got your, um, you've got your technology. I mean, I'm sure you've got your futuristic equivalent of Google glasses on and things like that, yeah. recording stuff. It wasn't easy. I mean, Lord, you were in the office with it. So you got a likeness of him. So I will say that this is difficulty for preparedness check. Yeah. If you want to have a scandalous picture. Okay. I'll spend one. Oh, that's a four plus one is five. Five. Yeah. You have your sepia colored picture and you know while his face is kind of you know you kind of got the image of his pleasant like oh guten talk when he showed up to staten island and you know what like how is this provocative like how do i not know that this isn't just two friends (laughs) yes ethan how is it provocative (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, can-can dresses Uh, well, you know, really in, this, looking forward to hearing in this, this in this time, um, if I mean, you could be just planting one on his cheek for all that matters, or yeah. it just could be for you, you two sitting very close to give like the impression. Like, I'm not asking for like, you know, it doesn't have to be anything like super scandalous because of the barbaric times that we come from where anything implied would be. Yeah. So um, you, don't, you, you don't have to go full Monty. It's going to be a picture of us and we're holding hands. My God. I've never seen you before in my entire life. <laughs> where did you get this photo? You know yeah. damn well where I got this photo. I'm going to yell, you, you deceitful old queen. <laughs> so are you going to do anything else? Uh, I'm going to like take the picture and like shove it, like kind of shove it into him and be like, well, we're done. <laughs> As are we. What are you talking about? I, I tell you what, one last thing. Like, what, finish it off, man. How are you going to, like, anything else you could do to do this? I mean, I'm cool. I like how it's, how it's playing out. Is there any kind of spins you want to do to kind of help yourself on it? So, you've, I mean, people are walking away. Do you want to just, you can let it go as is. That's fine. Is there any, like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit at him. Okay. <laughs> um, I have. I have two in intimidation. Can I uh, spend one and like narrow my eyes at him? Just be like, you leave that nice girl alone. You know, for yeah, for that spin, I will say that you have thoroughly sabotaged that. You, know, you create the scene and you you point at him and you know scowl and you know do the eyes at yourself, eyes at him kind of thing. You leave that good girl alone. Like she's and a she, nice girl. And you've just drug her and see that's what I was kinda of hoping you do. You've just drug her into this. So she's getting some kind of um splash damage, I guess you could say. <laughs> like oh my god. And you walk away, he's sit he's standing there dumbstruck, and yeah. I want to give uh I'm gonna I'm like, for that. <laughs> that's yes. fine. Give him I wanna also back. like take her o- be like like take her over and be like, Let me take your picture for free. <laughs> Uh, you heard about this technology? It's great. <laughs> you know, sure. If you want to spend reassurance, I uh, you could, don't have reassurance. Okay. Well, she she's just she wants to get the fuck out of there as far as possible. So she just you know she's been got the splash damage on it, so to speak, the social splash damage. She runs off. Oscar Smith stands there and then huffs off. And you guys are yeah, you've ruined that first encounter. So where do you want to go next? 
I guess you'd probably go check on Amelia if you were wanting to run is the uh, paradox meter or anything like that. Yeah, we should probably hit her with a paradox meter. Good goal. Okay. So, second. I may really enjoy the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. Okay. So, second. You make your way. You make your way to the barn. And you go up to it. You know, you had it closed off and she was sitting in there. It's a door on rails. You know, because you can kind of grab a hold of it. And you have to kind of slide the door over. And behind you, you hear some footsteps. And you turn around. And there's Oscar Tot. I don't know who you are or what you're trying to accomplish, but you have thoroughly ruined what would have been an important night for me. And? Hi. Oh, oh, gentlemen. I'll I'll just look at him and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You see two. (laughs) I just want you. Two guys walk up beside him like, boys, you saw the scene. These these gentlemen tried uh, tried to embarrass me. You kinda you kinda work for that money I just gave you? So these guys kind of cracked their knuckles and started taking some steps towards you. Oh, time time travel away. Oh. <laughs> yep. Your paradox meter is not really changing right now. By the way. Shit. Well, uh, um, I'm going to shoot them. So combat whoa, works whoa. like <laughs> Oh boy. Well, well it's it's a sun gun. It's a sun yeah, gun. I'm going to okay. Or you could row I'm athletics. Going. Or you could do um, there's two of them and then there's Oscar. Aaron, what if you yes. um, what if you travel back to before he paid them, and you say, and you like pay them even more to but double were- cross him and beat the shit out of him instead? I like it. I will do it. I'm going to spend the time travel points. But you're violating a known fact. So yeah, I mean, if you want to, yeah, you're going to yeah, make. Yeah, you a- know what? I'm doing okay. it anyway. What are we violating? Okay, so they've, they've already shown up to confront us. Yeah. So, it's. I'm saying it's a lesser. They haven't like thrown punches or anything, though. No. Yeah. No, they haven't. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, I mean, spend the points, make the time travel, whatever you want to do. You want to say, but I'm just going to go ahead and warn you that that's fine. This will be. I like that point. idea. Go for it. There's too much fuckery involved no, go for, for me. Not go to. for it. <laughs> I want you to have fun with this, man. Because I am, I am. To God having a, a shit ton of fun with it. So I'll spend two chronal stability, which will bring me to six. And I will make that roll. I rolled a two, so I got a four. So you make the, you go back? Yes. Narrate it for me real quick while I get caught up on group me. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to find them. And I'm going to go up to them and go, uh, gentlemen, you two strapping in lads look like you could use some extra cash. Uh, a gentleman is going to come up and offer you offer to pay you for his services. I am willing to pay you more. I'm going to hand them $100 each. Uh, I'm assuming I need to roll preparedness for that. Yep. Okay. You do realize this is 1897 money. You right? just paid them like. <laughs> oh, that's a good <laughs> point. Uh, I will hand them $10 each. There you go. They <laughs> fucking eat him for $100. I will spend two, which will be three preparedness. You gentlemen ever eaten a man before? <laughs> Uh, I rolled a three plus a, plus two, so that's five. Okay. So I have the money. I will hand them ten dollars each. Well, five dollars each. Oh, you said and, t- uh, t- the, the money. T- you print money. You don't have to. Like, if you, <laughs> you give him whatever. You don't know what Adam's Oscar like, gave him. Adam was like, "Yeah, if you want to give him a hundred dollars, though, don't let me stop you. <laughs> <laughs> give him a hundred bucks. Don't enthusiastically beat the shit out of me." <laughs> 
they'll whistle while they work. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I'll give them like ten yes. bucks, ten bucks each. No, I'm gonna make it a hundred. You've given them a hundred dollars. That's the first fucking. Yeah. It's not I'm real kidding. money. It don't matter. That's a good point. <laughs> what kind of what kind of Overwatch is gonna be looking into your spinning account? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, damn it, Baker, you're a loose cannon. You get results. <laughs> okay. Oh, one sec, guys. Right. I gotta oh, get right back. That's fine. Okay. Oh, my God. Do you want to do more of these kind of games? Uh, I do like this. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Just because I'm getting to be goofy. It, well, and it's supposed to be like this. I mean, there is a horror setting for this game that is that can be dark. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've had ideas about it. And I don't yeah. want to tell them right now just because I don't want to go, hey, Aaron, it's just a cool idea and I never do it. I'd rather just like, hey, Aaron, you want to play Time Watch? And then, yeah, it's horror. You know what I mean? And then just, so, yeah, and then just hit me with it. Yeah, but it's fun and goofy and this is great. It's fun. I really don't have, like, I said you went off reservation and you did, but, you know, at the same time, like, it, I don't have anything written out for any of this. Yeah. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. What about the 1890 equivalent of $100? We'll look it up real quick. Okay. What's up? Oh, he's, he was saying he's back. Ethan, are you there? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so, Adam is looking up real quick how much uh, $100 is in 1890 money. <laughs> uh, inflation calculator. I've almost got it. I mean, I'm sure everybody at home is waiting breathless. That's got to be like $5,000 at least. $2,693.00 in 2017 currency. How much? $2,700 basically. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, yeah. Uh, Aaron. Yeah. He you know, can print money too, maybe, if he's yeah. time traveler. So, $100 is not an unsafe amount. But yeah. Yeah. You, you've caught him in a perfect deal. So, Aaron, yeah. we cut back. Like, yeah, we'll do what we paid us to do, buddy. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start because this guy is going to spend, earn that money. Hold on. I'm starting combat. So, he rose. I'm trying to get the damage equivalent. Of, okay. And, all right. So, he's one of the guys just slugs like Oscar right in the kidneys because they were standing <laughs> right yes. behind him. And the other okay. one who's going next because they had initiative uh, goes ahead and well he doesn't do as impressive of a job like he <laughs> when Oscar was hit he kind of went down a little bit to a knee and then you know the other guy kind of swung and he wasn't there now Aaron give me a real quick uh, you are going to make a lesser paradox okay check now these do are different. To, these are different can I spend dollars. anything for that. Of course, but you can't use a stitch for this because that's just time travel. This is different. Now, the way this works, I want you to be aware of it. It's a D4, L4, so meaning like it's a difficulty four, and if you lose, you lose four points of stability or kernel stability. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have two points of paradox prevention, so I'm going to spend one. Hold on a second. Like, I, isn't it paradox prevention? I need to double-check that skill real quick, but go ahead. I rolled a four plus the one, so five. Right, let me just let me double check it real quick. All right, so while I'm doing this, let's be quiet so it edits. Okay, listen to me real quick. Okay. Well, not real quick. I, I had to listen to you faster than you talk. I'm sorry. It was a stupid statement. 
a difficulty of four and a potential loss of four is called an L4D4 test. You're always permitted to spend chrono stability points to provide bonuses to your row. However, it is never a good bet to spend more than you stand to lose or you will be sub soon. So it's chrono stability is what you can do. Paradox prevention. I need to double check what that does. Sorry. We're learning as we go, folks. What is that? A general ability or investigative ability? I don't have that page. It's a technical uh, ability. Yeah, technical. Technical. I should be looking it up on the PDF. I ain't know why I'm looking at it. We went so far <laughs> off the PDF file. I have no idea. <laughs> paradox prevention. You recognize when time becomes twisted. You know how to use paradoxes to your own advantage. So, no, it's chronal stability. <laughs> that, that one's kind of vague. Okay. I do apologize for that. We'll, I'll flesh that out a little bit more. So we'll say that if you want to, you said you wrote a, how much did you spend? One and I rolled a four. So okay, well, just take one uh, one uh, point of criminal stability. Good. And we'll call it. So yeah, you feel, you ever, how, how does it feel when you start, when you sink out of time just a little bit, Aaron? What does your character feel? Uh, it's kind of like a headache, like a migraine, real briefly. Shooting pain. Okay. Yeah. So. Oscar's been hit. Uh, he's down. Thugs have took their turn. Um, yeah. What else are you going to do? Uh, let's tase him. <laughs> okay. You got, remember this. It's uh, like a serpentine kind of order. So Thugs first. I already took the initiative with that. You pick. Um, you can pick who goes next. It could be you. You could have Oscar. You could have, you know, you can have whatever. Like just know that whoever goes last goes again, first again. That's the way that it works. So. It's a reverse serpentine order. So you go down the snake and then you go back up it. So gotcha. if you want to go ahead, you can do that. If you want to go ahead and make a stun. I will do that. All right, stun test. So you've got your pacifist. So you roll yes. a die and try to meet or exceed the weapon's stun rating. Okay. So I will roll. Do you want to spend any points of shooting? You already rolled. Uh, I already rolled. I'm not going to spend any. I rolled a three. I will say this. Since he's prone on the ground, or the die roll. Oh, wait, I'm doing, I'm looking at the wrong things. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, the I'm looking at the damage of your weapon real quick. Does it have it listed on the sheet? I don't remember. 10 says using five. You get him on this, and boom, you hit him. <laughs> the guys uh, the guys that were beating him down like, what the hell is that? Don't worry about it. Just keep oh, beating him. That you saw the photography booth, right? Oh, so what, what, are, what, are, what, kind of, what kind of skill are you using there? Now, you do have things oh. in this occasion. I'm not making this. There isn't one way to do this, I'm saying. They just saw you put out acronistic technology. We may have to mem tag them. <laughs> Make them rich and then wipe their memory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds good. I thought I had. I apparently don't have whatever skill I might use to lie my ass off. So, <laughs> so you're just going to let that do the talking for you? Um, Actually, no. I'll look at them and go. There's another hundred in. Oh, okay. I would. I'm gonna say we're still t- technically in combat. It's Ethan's turn. If he wants to disengage gotcha. combat right now, he can. It's his choice. Or if he wants to take the Aaron Morris approach of no survivors or at least no memories, <laughs> he can do that too. And we can start combat on now. It's your call. And remember, and reverse, you remember. Don't forget the order in which the combat goes. And you're the only yeah. one person. You're the only person here, and you get to go twice. And I was going to offer them money. <laughs> Just more money to not say anything about it. I feel like wouldn't the guidelines be pretty clear if they saw like future tech? 
Yeah, that's yeah, with yeah, your probably. time. With you probably your time. Like, gotta mind wipe them, right? Yeah, you gotta mind wipe them. You can pick the memory. You can just wipe them, and they just come back, and they don't know what happened, and they they got a hundred dollars in their pocket, and they're kind of confused, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, or you could try to do some social thing. But when I have to stun them to to tag them. Yeah, that's you. You stun them, and then you, you know you tag them in, and then that is a beacon for time travelers to come get them. Yeah. Yeah, my interpersonal skills are not. Great. <laughs> I do have intimidation. Mm. You tell me, shooting or intimidation? Uh, are you going to intimidate the memory out of their head? <laughs> they seem pretty tough, but you know, it's tougher than two gorilla-shaped gentlemen. <laughs> What's that? One actual-shaped gorilla. Ooh, go for it. <laughs> so here's a terrible if idea. <laughs> If you're what to use a pacifist, you can spend points to um, to shoot. Right, so if you if you got any points in shooting, you can spend that and it modifies a row. Yeah, I have one left out of seven. Do you have any stitches? I have two stitches. They're worth two points each. Ooh. Okay. That changes things. If you want to cash those in, you got five points of shooting. So since I'm last in the current order, I go first in the next order, right? Yeah. Okay. Do. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to go for a stun on the one guy, and then I'm going to go for a stun on the other. All right. So tell me how much you're spending on the first guy. Three. All right. Oh. Well. Oh, that's a six. All right. Boom. Plus what I spent. Yeah. So yeah, you took him down. Boom. He's down. These are mooks. I can I can tell you. I feel I feel like I mean these are these are mooks, man. So okay. They're hit thresholds. Actually, three. Let's go ahead and put tell you that. I mean, you you got him without like with certainty. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna spend spend two on the next one. Okay. Like, nothing and personal. Well, you got it. They're, yeah. Oh, without rolling. Yeah. Well, you would have oh. got it without rolling, regardless, just by by sheer numbers. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tag them for pickup. So zoom, zoom, you took that, and then <laughs> you hear <laughs> from a hayloft drops down, wacky, wacky shenanigans. You see a young woman drop down plops down right beside Amelia Earhart. She is not dressed as the time would be. She is instead dressed, hold on a second, she has dark leathers on. She goes, you let my father go. Oh, God damn it. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, okay. You, you, oh, I'm sorry. You said, I was just making a joke. When I, I, <laughs> no, actually, though, who? Who the fuck are you? Actually, lady, what the fuck? I am Greta. And that is my father. You can tell that Oscar's too. This woman's about the same age as Amelia Earhart. You can tell that Oscar is um, too young to have fathered her now. So you remember when I said that he had a daughter? Yeah. With Amelia Earhart's mother? Oh, God damn it. Ah, shit. This is alternate timeline Amelia Earhart. And- yep. And as soon as I find her stats, you're in fucking trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have two points in paradox prevention. Can I chime into her and point out the fact that he's too young to have had a daughter yet and that if he sees her she will cause a paradox but that he won't see me because he's unconscious thanks to you and also and she is going she pulls up her uh, her gun she goes I, if he's if he doesn't meet my mother then i do not exist so she is going to go ahead as soon as i find her fucking stat how the hell did the book create a character and not put stats in? <laughs> uh, hold on, give me one second. I apologize. 
I have it. Okay, I'm blind. I've been looking at it the whole time. I just can't read German names. It's okay. <laughs> so she is going to. She is pulling out a. Uh, she resembles a Greta. Tot resembles a Aryan. Amelia Earhart. She. It's exquisitely. Yeah. Like she looks like a apex predator kind of look to her. Jesus. So yeah. She pulls out a Luger looking gun. So this is not a pacifist, and she is going to open fire. On, I think you're the bigger threat right now since you were shooting people. So she's going to open fire on Albert. Oh, Albert, what's your hit? Well, I do. I am going to spend. She really wants to. I'm going to spend one shooting and fuck me. I wrote a one. So two. So she shoots at you. It flies high. Aaron, what is your Kurt Dick? I'm going to call him Dick from now on. Detective, your turn. Uh, I'm going to stun Gunner. All right. I rolled a four. You rolled a four? Did you or did you spend any points or anything like that? I did not spend any points. Alright. Alright, so let's see if I right. before you roll the die, you can from health to add to the die row. So that's how you void stun. So I didn't have the mooks do it because they only had like three anyway and stuff like that. So I am going to and let's see, see if I be Alright, so I'm, my, my health has went down but I withstood it. Just right cut on through it. And you're at the top of the order. You can do combat. You can do social. Like, what kind of things are you offering? Like me? You do, yeah. Which I know you're the guy that's wanting to shoot everything. So you tell uh, me. I'm going to stop shooting, and I'm just going to punch her in the face. <laughs> All right. So you're going to get gonna in close. And, just going to try and knock her out. Yes. All right. Oh, I have no points in scuffling. I'm not going to you know, still. You I was going to say I'm still doing it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, you go ahead. Row, like, so, row scuffling. Four. All right, and you're trying to punch her, so damage modifier minus one. So, row. Okay. Oh, shit. That is a six. So, you hit it for five. You clock her real good. Damn. Nice. So, run up her. Whap. Uh, damn, I wish I had something to write on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I have technology for this no i just mean no but and i even have a stylus to write on this tablet with Uh, and what tablet is that adam it's a microsoft surface pro sir nice yeah it's really nice and microsoft hit our patreon up Uh, (laughs) we know you've got money my gates (laughs) they do have money so spins and yeah so in her turn another her Appears from the future, so you see oh another heart. This is a thing you can do in the game. So there's now two Greta Tots, and uh, you get to pick who goes next. So she's been. Hold on, let me get my. All right, yeah, okay, keep going. So she's like, you get to pick who goes next. Uh, Albert gets to go next. Oh well, if Albert gets to go next, don't forget who gets to go after Albert twice. That's a good point. Uh. Okay, future Greta gets to go, I guess. Okay, future Greta gets to go. And she is going to shoot her Luger Beam pistol at you. Aaron, what's, your, what's Dick's name again? I always forget. Uh, it's his last name, yeah. Rick. Rick. She's shooting at Rick. And she also wants to shoot you really good. This Greta actually has, a, looks like she has a bit of a black eye from where she was punched earlier. Strange, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, she hits you at oh, eight. And do, you, do you, what's your armor for on that? Like, what's the close armor give you? We've never done that. I have one armor. 
Okay, so you will absorb one from when I roll. Four, so I've rolled, I get a plus one because I'm using a disintegrating gun. So I have a, I've rolled a four against you. So soak up three damage. Okay. She hits you. Albert, you're next. Hmm. Well, that would be a paradox, wouldn't it? If I tried to like break her gun so that she couldn't shoot it in the future. Yeah, I, I don't see how that could. shot it. I, yeah, I don't see how that one would actually work. Yeah. Um, you know what you could do is you could go back to when we were beating the piss out of uh, Albert and just get her while she's in the uh, hayloft. Well, you you, you know, the, all this time you know that she's going to drop down and stuff like that. So that's more of the paradox stuff. But if you if you wanted to time travel, you could do it in different fashions. Like you could alter the environment. In some, you know, shape, form, or fashion, to where you know you you have an advantage in the situation, or you can just oh, out like yeah, yeah. combat again. Well, it's Albert's turn there. No, I know. I'm just when it's my turn, I have an idea. You know what? I'm gonna say the other one has a little damage from like she's from the future, but not that far in the future. Yeah. So she's like, so she hasn't completely healed from where and you guys knocked the shit out of her. Okay. So wear and tear. So what do you think? Hmm. Uh, well, for a punch in the face, it's probably like three damage, maybe. Well, it's, it's, well, it's Albert's. Yeah. Well, oh. I, I actually, in fact, I actually took three points of damage off of her. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you were saying what? Do you th- I'm sorry, I thought you were asking how much damage you should take. No. So, what are you gonna do, Albert? So, him seeing uh, Oscar seeing his daughter would be a paradox, right? Not particularly, because he hasn't seen her, so he would have known she's gonna be there. So. This is her from the future. So at some point, like this, Oscar isn't aware that she was there. Oh yeah. Where is? No, he has a daughter, so he wouldn't know it's her. Yeah, the time traveling German. It wouldn't be too far of a leap to say that he wouldn't have included her into the business. So you, like I said, if you want to keep combat up, that's fine. If you want to, if you have any other deal, I mean, the girls like. (laughs) I don't want to paint. I don't want to paint a Nazi in favorable colors. Or anything like you know obscene is that, but you know this this woman here is fighting for her life. If if you you know you eliminate Oscar Tot, her time stream disappears along with her. Yeah, mm. but we can't kill him or paradox. Oh, yeah, and that would be a that would be a uh, we can't kill him. Yeah, that would be a greater paradox. Mm. We can't kill him. We can kill her. Yeah, you can kill her. That is an option. Uh, <laughs> I just had a really stupid idea. Let's hear it. So I have medical expertise at one. And if he can't have kids, then she can't come back in time. Yes. So. I'm so into it. I'm sold. So what if I. You're going to castrate. Uh, not castrate. That seems extreme. Just a little snip of the sect me. <laughs> oh, you're getting real close. I'll march you. <laughs> when did you give him the vasectomy? Because it's not like a, it's not like a shut off valve. That's true. <laughs> weep, weep, weep. No more. It only took what, like thirty minutes? Yeah, the surgery took thirty minutes, but it takes like some people take seven months for their body doesn't have any more viable sperm in it. Mm-hmm. It's not a switch, is what I'm saying. Even can I put more than I did? Not thought this is through. <laughs> May I offer a suggestion? You may. Are you one, Ethan? Let me ask. Let me let me jump in there before Aaron offers a suggestion. You were going with the route anyway. Are you wanting to intimidate her by threatening to kill Oscar, like her father, right there? 
Is that what you're shooting for? Is that what you were kind of going at? I mean, same concept, right? Well, okay. You can listen to Aaron's idea too. Okay. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, intimidate her, like, leave now or I'll erase you from the time stream kind of thing. Or if you're wanting to at least make her he- hesitate in an action, I would say it would, if you started threatening her father, then it may make them, if it's a successful intimidation check, you know. Yeah. It would give them pause, but you also know that Amelia Earhart was wiped completely off of the of existence, and she's still standing back in the barn. So it's not immediate. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, so think of it like this: like it's at that point you severed it, you severed her hold, but the scene will still play out. Yeah, Aaron, what was your idea? Oh, I was gonna say like hide a pitchfork in the hay, so when she jumps down from the hayloft, she just impales herself. Paradox. You know that didn't happen. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one. I guess. Well, I guess I'll try and intimidate, like you said, to to like try and get her to back off. I also want to throw something else out there. Okay, no, let's go ahead. Do the intimidation. So, so I will say since that's not a row. Uh, wait, is, he, or is that just that's a so, interpersonal? So. Yeah, interpersonal. You just spend a point, and like you, you've halted combat at the moment. Yeah. So I will say that, you know, when it picks back up, we're at we're at busted face. No, wait, you're at the end of the order. So you get to go first again. So you get to like if, if something ha- if you, the way the scene plays out, you get to make the first move. OK, yeah, that makes sense. So I'll start <clears> with you. So you're holding it. Give me some dramatic monologue or dialogue. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll stand over him and be like, if you don't leave, I will erase you from the time stream. Don't tempt me. But if I leave, you erase me from the time stream. That's a really good point. <laughs> she got me there. <laughs> so, no, that's fine. So how do you fix that, Gus? Mm. So you're at a standstill. Baker, you could jump in anytime. Uh, <clears throat> can I hit her in the back of the head while she's while she's distracted? <laughs> we're jumping ahead of him in combat, and we're back where we're going. Like So he's halted. Oh, no, that's not wrong, Aaron. Like, I'm not oh. mad. Like, no, I know. It's just frustrating. <laughs> what can you offer? Because it's got, like she's fighting for her life, and there's two. Uh, what if? Would it matter if we recruit her lunch, <laughs> or would we still erase her from existence? <laughs> you never existed, right? So that's an interesting way to. I hadn't thought about that particular thing. So here's what I would say: looking at the abilities and stuff like that. Um, if you want to, you can try to to save. Like you can try to try to recruit her to time watch. So that she would not, like, the life as she knows it would be gone. You still have the troubling aspect that's trained by Nazis. But? But I was a former agent, or enemy agent of Time Watch. Redemption arc! Yeah, and you could even time, well, I, I dig that. You could even, you could even modify that, even your time travelers. <laughs> you can see, you could jump in, you can jump out. If you're going to, if you're, so I'll tell you what, if you're wanting to go this route, if you wanted to make a reassurance, or I tell you what, I would even take paradox prevention. That's good because I don't have reassurance. It's your paradox prevention. Two. I'll tell you this: for two points spin, I would say that you have started to get like you are talking her. Like, like listen, uh, well, you tell me what you're saying. So, and present your idea. So, present your idea. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell her. What if I didn't have to erase you from the time stream? Voss? I took Germany 20 years ago. I don't want to erase you from the time stream. I just want to stop him from erasing uh, 
someone else, someone else from the time stream. What, and how are you going to do that? Well, what if you joined an organization? Do you see where I'm going with this? Okay, okay, but what happens to my father? I Presumably, he goes about his life, and he's never even met you. Right, you'll, ne- right. you'll never even meet. Aaron, you got anything Wait. to add to this? No, this all sounds pretty good to me. Rick, this seems like a hard sell right now. Seems like you're giving you your personal abilities that aren't kill. Um, I just told her they'll never meet each other. What do I do? Uh, I don't have reassurance or or anything. So, (laughs) you have Uh, bureaucracy, falsehood detection, and streetwise. Wouldn't bureaucracy be a thing? You're talking about time watch, the bureaucracy of time watch. Sure. Isn't she as much of a victim? Could like. How would you play this up? So he's presented the idea, and I, like we're totally doing this to beat a boss battle. I'm saying if you make this check here, you tell me how it works. You just well, it's not a check; it's a spend. I did, what would you? What can you tell her about Time Watch? Uh, we will keep an eye on him and keep him safe, so that you continue to exist, and no harm shall come to him. Okay. So he stands down. I'll say that it, like both of them host their weapon. The one from fades out. So you're just sitting there with bloody faced Greta Tot, and seems like like what do you want to do? Like there's a, you're just standing there. What else is there? Um, ask for permission slash forgiveness to recruit this Nazi Amelia Earhart to Time Watch. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to be a Nazi. You said she was a Nazi. She is a Nazi. Now. No, you don't have to tell them. Oh well. Or you could stop that. But then again, that's per, per, that's paradox. So I'll tell you yeah. what, if you want to end it, we can say we take her in. You, you like you can go ahead and take her in. Because I was going to say, if you wanted to. See, I'm dancing around it, too, trying to figure out time travel. <laughs> you could go back to the point that like that Oscar recruits his daughter into that organization. And you snatch her. And then she never does go through all that kind of stuff. If you Or you can go ahead, if you want to, and kind of take her in as like into a like war criminal kind of rehabilitation. And, yeah, rehabilitation thing. There's other people that work for you that have done horrible, horrible, horrible things. You know, I'm gonna say, I guess rehabilitation, because I, I mean, if we grab her when her father's like recruiting her, then then she wouldn't come attack us. Yeah, she wouldn't have been there in the first place. See, it's it's intense when you're playing this game. So yeah, you go over, grab Amelia. The other one of you guys goes over and grabs uh, Greta. Tot, and you know, since this is the end of the scenario, I'll say you just go ahead and you time you time travel back to the uh, Citadel, which is actually outside of time and space, and you run it or greeted with Apatia again. Uh, the paradox: you run it over Amelia. She regained her memories, regained her herself. She's a little startled to see that there's also another member. Like there's also. A woman there who's the same age as her that has a very striking resemblance to her. They kind of both stare at each other unsure. And what else? Uh, oh, yeah. Capacia, congratulations, gentlemen. You have uh, eliminated the problem and you have brought Miss Earhart back to us. Good work. Both of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Apatia looks over at Greta. Uh, we'll work on this one. We'll, we'll see if she, uh, we'll give her a chance. We'll give everyone a chance. And we'll we'll see what see what she does. Maybe she has the stuff for redemption. And can you all think of anything else to add to it? <laughs> I don't think so. So I'm going to kind of fizzle out here and say that yeah, 
case closed. You have brought back Amelia Earhart through Time Watch along with Oscar Newman and Greta Tott. So basically, Oscar found acronistic technology left over. And you know how people, there's always, Nazis are always great to put in these games because you can always punch them in the face and stuff like that. And this game uses Nazis and dinosaurs. Sometimes you can have Nazis and dinosaurs in the same scene. But he finds a piece of acronistic technology, time travel. Go on. Oh. Adam? He's lost to the time stream. Damn shame. I guess we run Time Watch now. I, I guess so. Hmm. I don't know if his tablet crashed or... Still on the call. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what protocol is here. Adam, come back to us. We're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry, Ethan. Fucked everything up. <laughs> Ethan, why'd you fuck everything up? Oh. Oh, oh that was there. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Am I still here? You were, yes. and then you joined, and then other you left. So <laughs> time you... travel. Exactly. Paradox. My battery. My my battery on my tablet apparently wasn't charging while I was running this because I never plugged it up probably like a dumbass because I'm looking at I plugged up the headset but I didn't plug up the I didn't plug up the charger so I've just ran out of juice so I'm on my cell phone right now so uh-huh. Tot was a young soldier in Nazi Germany when a strange Mr. Schmidt crashed on the Allied bombing field. Tot was the first one on the scene and managed to salvage futuristic equipment from the plane. He spent several years researching the burned and melted gear and finally recognized that it was a time travel device from 1945. Brilliant. This would help reverse Germany's flagging fortunes in the war effort. Tot tested it, then traveled back in time to sabotage Allied strategies and was thwarted by Amelia Earhart, Time Watch agent. Two other times, he attempted Colonel's sabotage and was thwarted by Earnhardt and her team both times, barely escaping with his life. He decided a different approach. He was still young and handsome and strong. He went back in time to romance Earnhardt's mother. They met, fell in love, had a daughter named Greta, taught trained her to be a world-class Nazi time travel agent. Then suddenly... It all vanished. Amelia's allies destroyed his romance. His life had, had, and I mean, his wife had married a different man, and his daughter tragically faded out of existence. Tot was left middle-aged with memories of his loving wife and daughter who never existed. He led a team to Nickmore Island, which he totally bypassed to kill Earnhardt as she st- uh, staggered ashore. You avoided that. Chris blew up all of them, including Oscar Smith, by the way, when he played this. <laughs> Nice. Because all you got to do is say, Chris, there's a puppy that's hurt or there's a Nazi. And it's like, it's on, motherfucker. <laughs> An angry, insane, elderly tot who comes after the younger agents in a plane from the beginning, telling himself that they would be there. He knows he will be, too, because he recognizes his plane was the one that he found on the field decades ago. So he finds his own plane that's shot, shot down and goes back and fixes everything. He knows he'll die there, but he wants to take those bastards out with him. So, yeah. So, Amelia Earhart was a time travel agent that thwarted him originally, and that's why he wanted to take her out. So, any questions, comments, suggestions? I know I kind of fucked things up when I couldn't, <laughs> when my computer went dead. No, I thought it was good. Yeah. It's, it's really fun when you, like, you start getting, like, the hang of, like, you know, I can time travel here and yeah, and tweak something. Then you start thinking, yeah. like, non-linearly. It's it's three dimension. Is it like would you say it's almost like three dimensional chess? Like you've got to think a couple moves ahead or back or you know things Kinda, like that. Yeah, 